Welcome to episode 237 of Live Happy Now. I'm your host, Paula Phelps, thanking you for joining us again this week. 25 years ago, author Sarah Von Bronick inadvertently launched a global movement with her book, Simple Abundance. Her organic approach to gratitude and a simpler, happier life sparked a movement that sold millions of books and changed not just her life, but the lives of countless readers. This year, she has refreshed that book for modern times, and she sat down with me to talk about her revised and updated edition of Simple Abundance, 365 Days to a Balanced and Joyful Life. Sarah, welcome to Live Happy Now. Thank you, Paula. It's a wonderful (laughs) place to be. Well, it is such a treat to have you on the air. I read your book for the first time, like many people, when I was going through a difficult time, when it first came out. And it was so life-changing for me that I went ahead and bought it for my best friend. And then she bought one for her mom. And that's what happened with a lot of people. You were like going viral before going viral was a thing. Well, I think what it was, was that uh, Simple Abundance was like the first woman's blog. Because every day we were talking about something different that all women seem to share. And as horrifying as it seems, we didn't have actual blogs back then. No, we (laughs) didn't. We couldn't read them. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Now, when you wrote Simple Abundance 25 years ago, you absolutely had no idea that it would have such a huge influence on a global scale. And one thing I found really interesting in this refreshed edition is you talk about how you wrote that book that you wanted to read. Can you tell us a little bit about that first time of writing it and what made you write this book and how it came about? Sure. Well, I'd already published two books and they were on Victorian family life. And I was about to do my third book, but it was supposed to be on Victorian decorative details. And a writer really is with material for a book at least two years. And the thought of, you know, mulling over the meaning of ruffles and flourishes just, you know, I mean, just killed me. It wasn't doing it for you. (laughs) It wasn't doing it for me, especially because I had no idea why I was so unhappy when I'd achieved a level of success as we think of it. I had, you know, the two books and I'd had a nationally syndicated column with the Washington Post Writers Group and and I had a beautiful child and I had a wonderful husband. I just didn't know what was wrong because it seemed like I was connecting all the dots that other women were doing. But I couldn't find the picture. So that was, you know, where it started to begin. But I think that a lot of women don't whine. They might whine to their best friend. But I don't think that that I certainly wasn't a complainer. I wanted to be a pleaser. But I never stopped whining to myself and to God and to heaven. And, you know, one morning, it was just that morning, I just got so sick of hearing this this echo. And I heard a comforting voice say, you know, I want you to sit down here at the dining room table and I don't want you to get up until you give me over a hundred reasons why you're happy and you're grateful right now, exactly as your life is. And of course, a great deal of my unhappiness was that this was in the early 90s and we were in a deep recession, but it was which also led really, to depression, <laughs> which led to depression. Exactly. And downshifting was, you know, the only game in town and the only thing that people were writing about. 
and you know it had affected me so I was at the point where you know if I couldn't have a check for my accomplishments I didn't think they counted so I really had I, I was a I was a prime candidate you know for <laughs> gratitude's boot camp let me do <laughs> I need me some of that gratitude <laughs> yeah, yeah and you know at the end of that that day the six hours and as many pots of tea, I had over 150. And I was really very shocked and very humbled and very ashamed because I had so, so many blessings. And, you know, the money thing was a temporary cash flow problem. But I really felt the power of gratitude. And since it was a new behavior for me, what I mean by that is, you know, we're all immediately grateful at at the big moments, if you've survived an accident or the health of someone or, you you know, and we automatically say, say, thank you. But for the little, the little moments, I did not, you know, I wasn't practiced in that way. So that's when I started simply writing them down so I wouldn't forget. And that's how gratitude started. And what's interesting is how far ahead of your time you were, because today the idea of a gratitude journal is everyone puts one out, you know, it's like the Purina Cat Chow gratitude journal. And there, there is, everyone has a gratitude journal, but it didn't exist when you were doing this. This was really something new. Yes. And actually this, you know, the gratitude journal came from simple abundance and But, you know, Victor Hugo said, you know, there is nothing can combat, you know, an idea whose time has come. Not the greatest armies in the world can battle an idea whose time has come. And I think that, you know, that was the time we were ready. We were ready for it. So, well, we obviously were because it sold millions of copies and spawned a a whole franchise. I remember the additional books, there were calendars. We had, we learned how to live with simple abundance through that. And now that you've come back, like how has the world changed since you wrote that first book? They're different planets. I mean, in 1995, you know, technology was not really part of our daily round. And, you know, the internet was rudimentary, you know, smartphones hadn't been thought of. And, and so there was no technology was not a big threat to us. And in the beginning of technology, you know, when we could get in contact with friends and family, it was all wondrous. And, but then, you know, it just grew. And how did you go about creating a version that was updated for our time? I know you have some new meditation, you've added some other new elements. Can you, can you talk about how you approach that and how the change in the world made you approach it maybe differently? Yes, that was a very interesting creative process for me. Grand Central Publishing gave me the green light to do a 25th anniversary edition of of Simple Abundance, which is eternally grateful, has never been out of print in 25 years. I had started getting messages, of course, because they came in from email and text from millennial and Generation X women who said they had discovered the pink book. The original abundance was pink book. They had discovered the book and remembered that their mothers had loved it so much. So they opened it and whatever their eyes lit upon it brought, there was a continuity of comfort 
and they wondered. However, the spell was broken when they would get to my joyful simplicities, and I'd suggest ordering a mail order catalog or watching <laughs> watching a VHS, you know, tape. And now, and so they're googling to see what that is, <laughs> right? Right. So with online ordering and you know <laughs> live streaming of movies, I was going to have to do that. Well, that's actually see that the creativity sort of casts her spell and and gives you a delusion so that only (laughs) when you're in it do you realize i think creativity and the great creator operate on the need to know basis (laughs) i didn't need to know how much hard work it was going to be so i started just you know looking at the joyful simplicities and then then i realized you know our life is completely different I hope you'll stay tuned for more of my conversation with Sarah Bombronic. But right now, I wanted to take 60 seconds to talk to you about one way that you can make your life, or at least your dinner, simpler. Sizzlefish.com is a great way to find the top quality seafood you want for your family without even having to leave your house. They offer an amazing selection of seafood that they'll bring right to your door. So whether you're craving crabs or salivating for salmon, sizzlefish.com has a variety of your local fish mark with the convenience of shopping in your slippers. And because all of their fish is all natural and responsibly sourced, you know that you're getting something that doesn't just taste good, it's truly good for you and for the planet. If you're interested in great tasting, healthy fish and seafood, check out sizzlefish.com. Whether you want to order great seafood for a special meal or become a regular customer and sign up for a monthly subscription box, you can get exactly what you're looking for. And as an exclusive deal for being a listener, you can use the discount code HAPPY for 10% off your first order. That's discount code HAPPY for 10% off your first order. Now, let's hear more from today's guest, Sarah Bonbronic, with more ways that you can discover simple abundance in your own life. 25 years ago, the harmony that I was talking about was overextending yourself, the way women make promises without thinking, the way we don't have any time in our calendar for ourselves, that even blocking out two hours a week for self-time, you know, it seems revolutionary and just impossible. And that was 25 years ago. Now, when I was looking at Harmony, it was the idea that we're losing our attention span. Time magazine reported on a Microsoft survey that showed that a human attention span is less than a goldfish. Oh, my gosh. That's not good news. And we've lost. I mean, the goldfish has stayed nine seconds, and we've fallen down from 12 to 8. So since the survey was first taken, so I really needed to address it. And, and this, the social media mirage and simple abundance about, is about honoring, finding, discovering, you know, your authenticity. There's just so many ways that their image and their self-respect, everything can be torn down. And again, It's just learning that we can control, you know, our access to it. You don't have to read bad reviews. You know, why would you do that? So that made the book very different. And the voice of the narrator, or I always write for just one person, and that's you, the reader. 
and the voice of the woman had had to be from now, not from 25 years ago. And was it a challenge to bring us, the readers, back to simplicity when, I mean, our world is not simple, but you're creating, I feel like as, as you know, going through your pages, you're like that quiet, wise voice in the corner and they've got the TV blaring and everything's loud. So it's like everything has to calm down and slow down so we can hear you. I think it does that. How big a challenge was it to achieve that? You know, I trusted the book, the book or the painting or the piece of art, you know, the podcast, which, which is a, a new, wonderful new art form. It always knows what you don't. You need to trust the work, the creative work. And the other thing, as I said, Simple Abundance was so organic that you don't start with simplicity. You start with two months of gratitude. And when you're only focusing on that, that, you know, I say, if you put down five things every day for which you're grateful for, in two months, you will not recognize your life. And I'm so excited that you're bringing this to a whole new generation of women. And I think it's going to have, I'm really interested to see how it takes on its next life. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be so different than, it's a different world. And I think the, the path that it takes is going to be different than, than the previous incarnations of simple abundance. Yes, I think, I think, and because that's, you know, life takes on, we go, have different stages. Simple abundance is, is waiting there for you. And there's a new gratitude journal. It's coming out in December. And what I wanted to do with that is... In the first gratitude journal, I had just talked about the wonder of gratitude. And I really wanted to talk about the new one. I really wanted to also add the chapter, the section about gratitude in the hard times, because that has been miraculous for me. And I just wanted to share that. If we want to live happy and we we do these proactive, these steps to help us, Sometimes life just, you know, really throws a curveball or, and we're stunned. I learned through personal experience that gratitude sits quietly at the end of the bed while waiting for you while you're, you're crying yourself to sleep. And I really felt I needed to share that with my readers. That's really beautiful. And both these volumes, you know, like your previous books, are, they're so pretty. It just has a different feeling when you hold it. Mm-hmm. Like you want to take a breath before you open it. And, <laughs> and I think that's so, you know, it's so well designed. I, th- I think it's always done that. Well, Sarah, it's such a pleasure to talk to you. I, again, I'm really excited that you've done this, this new version of Simple Abundance. I think it's so timely, so needed. And I think it's really going to touch a lot of people and a lot of new people on a whole different level. Thank you, Paula. Thank you for letting people know about it. And I love your podcast and I love your website. Thank you for inviting me. That was Sarah Van Bronick, author of Simple Abundance, 365 Days to a Balanced and Joyful Life. To learn more about Sarah, the new edition of her book, and how to follow her on social media, please visit us at livehappynow.com and we'll give you links and more information. We hope you're already a subscriber to Live Happy Now, but if you're not, you can find us on the Pandora Podcast Network, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Just look for us on your favorite platform and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. 
That is all we have time for this week. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.